Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The Atheist Delusion is a new movie that is coming out produced by Ray Comfort, the evangelist with Way of the Master Ministries. We are so privileged to be able to interview Ray Comfort right now. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. But today we have a celebrity interview with a man that I have admired for so many years, Ray Comfort, the evangelist from California who is now producing another movie. This one is called The Atheist Delusion. To explain this movie and his message, we now interview live via Skype, evangelist Ray Comfort. Ray, welcome to the program. It's good to be on, chaps. Thank you for having me. God bless you, sir. You know, I have admired your ministry for so many years, and it's nice to finally meet you face-to-face uh, -face on Skype, so to speak. Can you tell me, before we get into the movie, why do you love Jesus Christ? Well, I love him because he first loved me, as Paul said, but he rescued me from death. And, and uh, the Apostle Paul also said, thanks be to God for the unspeakable gift. I cannot express to you or anyone else how grateful I am that God reached down about 44 years ago into the darkness and pulled me into the light, took me out of death into life, granted me the gift of everlasting life, and it's going to take eternity to express my gratitude. And what I can't express in this life in words, I express in works. Gratitude is the high-octane fuel that motivates me to be zealous for the kingdom of God. I love the Lord with all my heart. I'm a nobody from nowhere with nothing but a love for God, and that's all any of us need. So. I want to say thank you, first of all, because I love Jesus too, and this is a Christian television show, Pray in Jesus' Name. I was a Navy chaplain who took a stand for the rights of military chaplains to preach the gospel, to promote the name of Jesus, to pray publicly in Jesus' name, and I even got in a little bit of trouble for that. But you have a, a storied history of now doing crazy things on the street. You're, you started with street evangelism, and now you're doing movies. Talk a little bit about your ministry. How did you get started in preaching? Well, I became a Christian. That's what started me. Um, Two-year-old Christian, I went to a, a local city in the heart of the city, and they just legalized public speaking in an area called Speaker's Corner. So with much fear and trepidation, I put down a soapbox and stood on it and preached to a crowd. And did that every day, almost every day, every day for 12 years, then came across to the U.S. And with all our movie making, book writing, and television program, I still open air preach. I believe it's the highest calling any Christian be called, can be called to. Charles Spurgeon was an open air preacher. Uh, Jesus, open air preacher. John the Baptist, open air preacher. And we see down through history, John Wesley and Whitfield and others who love God and love the lost saw that open air preaching was the place you could go to reach people for the gospel. Um, sinners don't come to church, saints go to church. You've got as much chance of getting a sinner visit a church building as you have a criminal visit a police station. And the whole idea with evangelism is to go into all the world. Don't wait for them to come, but go to them. And so it's very effective. And I don't believe in standing on a street corner with a bullhorn yelling at people, no one listening. Uh, we gather crowds around us by giving away money, believe it or not. 
a preacher giving away money is like water running uphill. So it attracts attention. And we do it by just asking trivia questions. Paul, in the book of uh, Acts 17, was in Athens. He preached and he began by quoting Greek poets. Why? Because it got their attention. It didn't freak them out. He began in the natural first, and that's what we do. We ask trivia questions, easy questions, like what's the capital of England? Someone gets it right, we give them a dollar bill. Everyone claps and we ask other questions, and then we go from there to uh, questions about the gospel, about life and death, and people stay and listen. And uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful way to, to reach them with the lost. Well, I am so privileged now, and you've expanded into movie making. I know you've been a partner with people like Kirk Cameron, and you've done other evangelistic projects. Name a few of those other movies before we talk about your new project, The Atheist Delusion. Yeah, there's one called 180, which is a pro-life movie, and uh, I think it's had over 5 million views on YouTube, over a million DVDs have been distributed or sold. And the, the wonderful thing about that movie, it can be seen at uh, 180movie.com, is uh, freely seen, is that it, you see eight people on camera changing their minds about abortion because they're asked one question. And uh, one of our highlights of our ministry is to have people show up at the ministry, women with babies, saying, I was going to have this child aborted, killed, but I watched 180 and changed my mind and look at the fruit of this. That gives us a great joy to see the fruit of our labors like that. Well, I appreciate that. And we're a pro-life ministry too. We've sent millions of petitions to Congress over the years. Talk about your new project, The Atheist Movie, or uh, the website is atheistmovie.com, and we have a trailer here. Can you explain what we're about to see? Yeah, I, um, it was an unplanned movie. I went to a local college with my camera, and I wanted to ask people questions about a book. I, I wrote a book called Made in Heaven, and I wanted to promote it with a small video for my publishers. So I met a guy named Adam, and he was an atheist. So I put the book in his hand and I said, do you think this book could have happened by accident? I said there was no uh, paper, but paper evolved and then ink fell from nowhere and formed itself into color pictures and then more black ink fell on the, on the paper which had formed and it formed itself and the ink formed itself into coherent sentences with uh, periods and commas and capitals and then it formed itself into page numbers in sequential order and then it made itself a spine, did its own graphic art and there we have a book. Do you think a book could make itself? He said, no, that's ridiculous. It's impossible for a book to make itself. So I said to him, what's DNA? And he told me, deoxyribonucleic acid, uh, it's actually a program. It's a program, uh, information on how uh, it instructs your cells on how to make your eyes, your ears, your hair, your skin, your blood, your bones, your personality. Everything about you is in your DNA from the moment you're conceived. And I said, scientists call it the book of life, don't they? He says, oh, yes. I said, what do you think is the ment uh, mental capacity of someone who thought a physical book could make itself? He said, that'd be insane. I said, what do you think is the mental capacity of someone who believes DNA made itself? And he went, oh. He changed his mind about the existence of God. And so I thought, this is amazing. So I went to other universities, asked them that same question. And on camera, we've got about six or eight, maybe, maybe nine atheists who were adamant fundamentalist atheists saying there's no God, changing their minds, in a matter of minutes because of that one question. It's so not a silver bullet, question, only, only works. Th that What's one that? question about creation is the premise of this movie. Let's watch a short video clip of The Atheist Delusion. That religion is just absolutely uncalled for. We're, we are just mere things floating on a rock in space. 
Believing in God makes no sense. It's to, to me, it's the dumbest thing. We are not only figuratively, but literally stardust. Are you an atheist? I am. So you're an atheist? Yes. Yes. I am. I need to know what to believe in. Like what happens when you die? Yes, I don't want to be a bag of dust. Did you know that 54 million people die every year? People just like you and me who love life. If you were shown evidence, you would change your mind because you're open. Absolutely. I think I am open to evidence. It just would have to be extraordinarily compelling, like out of this world compelling. Has this made you think today? It definitely has. I'll definitely consider this eye-opening. Wow. I hope I get enough guts to get myself out of this stinking planet. You gonna kill yourself? I'd like to. Can you see what you're doing? Yeah. I'm lying to myself. So that was the trailer. Ray, when does this come out online? October the 22nd this year, and we're super excited about it because our YouTube channel has had over 39 million views. So this is a, a wonderful way to take the gospel to the lost. And what we want Christians to do is to share this movie with their friends, with their family, with their work, work friends, their, uh, their enemies. Just send it all over the internet. The Apostle Paul would go crazy if he knew what we had in, in, this, uh, in this amazing thing called the internet. Absolutely. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll ask Ray Comfort about other projects that he's had dealing with atheists. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Let's take a stand with Israel today. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. And sign a petition to defend Israel, who is America's closest ally, certainly in the Middle East, if not in the entire world. We remember watching Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu give that speech at the UN when he warned about the making of an Islamic nuclear bomb, and that is being forged in Iran. But what are we doing now? The USA is negotiating with the Europeans to allow Iran to continue to develop nuclear material. Well, that's not right. Do we really trust this man, Hassan Rouhani, the president of Iran, who is the former nuclear weapons chief? You don't think they're gonna build a nuclear bomb when his predecessor, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, literally threatened to wipe Israel off the map of history. Now, we need to take a stand. Why is American foreign policy to fund the Muslim Brotherhood? Let's sign a petition to stop that. Stop sending our taxpayer dollars to fund the Muslim Brotherhood. And let's also sign a petition to protect the Jewish homeland. Both of those are available today at our website, PrayInJesusName.org. And when you sign those petitions, we will fax them to Congress. Instead, the failed foreign policy of the Obama administration, starting with Hillary Clinton and now John Kerry, is pressuring Israel to give up Jerusalem? Why? We should never divide the eternal capital of Israel, which is Jerusalem, and we should move the American embassy there. But instead, now the Obama administration is unfreezing the Iranian bank accounts, sending $7 billion to them on the hope of empty promises that maybe they'll stop their nuclear program. Let's defend Israel. The Jewish people are our friends. They have a right 
to security in their homeland. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign that petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. We're joined again by Evangelist Ray Comfort, live via Skype from California. Uh, Ray, talk for a moment about 2001. There was an atheist convention, and it seems like the atheist movement is growing, and you were invited to speak. They even flew you from California to Florida to speak to a bunch of atheists. Why would they do that? That was very interesting. Uh, Early in 2001, I, I thought to myself, look, I've written books on atheism. I've got a little gospel tract, a booklet that sold nearly a million copies. I preached on atheism a lot. I'm going to write to American atheists in Florida and ask if I can speak to them. And uh, I thought, God can open Red Seas. He can do this. And so I wrote, and they said, no, it's not going to happen. But the national spokesperson for American Atheists began emailing me. And we crossed swords a bit, and then he said, would you have the guts to face me in a debate at a national convention? I said, oh, I'd love that. I'd fly my own way over. And I thought, he's got nothing to say in this debate, so I'll send him one of my books. So I sent him a book called God Doesn't Believe in Atheists, Proof Atheists Don't Exist, so he'd have some material to debate against me. Well, about a week later, he withdrew from the debate. He chickened out. And then I'm beginning getting emails from all these atheists saying different things. And one said, you chickened out from a debate with a national spokesperson, Ron Barrier. I said, I did not. And I had his original email where he backed off. So he became roast chicken, and they were forced, just to save face, to fly me from L.A. to Florida to speak at the national convention. And uh, they were very kind to me. They, um, they had a gift basket waiting for me. I took a food taster. And uh, they let me make my books available because they originally wouldn't. But I said, so you believe in censorship? They know, oh, no, they, you can bring him in. So I was able to bring him, let us film it. And so I was able to speak and preach the gospel for about 40 minutes to uh, about 250 atheists. And that was the beginning of a, a relationship, a, a very unique relationship I've had with atheists for many years. Well, that is wonderful. I've heard that you've also met Penn Gillette. He's the magician with Penn and Teller, and he's a very famous atheist. How did that encounter go? Well, I was uh, was filming for our Atheist Delusion movie, um, Lawrence Krauss, who was the Richard Dawkins of the United States. And uh, he had agreed to do an interview with me, but I wasn't allowed to ask, I, had, I was only allowed to ask four questions and say nothing else. He was, had to give answers. Well, Pendulette was in the Washington, D.C. hotel room, and there was four camera crews when that interview was going on. And I'd seen Pendulette on a video, a very famous video that Christians really love, where he comes on, he says, someone gave me a Gideon Bible, and he says, I was very touched by this man giving me that. And he said, you know, if I believe in hell and don't warn people, how much do I have to hate somebody? If I really believed hell exists, uh, I'd have to warn people. And in this little video, it's on YouTube, he said, if a truck was going to hit you and you didn't know about it, the time would come where I would tackle you. And I, I just, and a, and a guy wrote to me, he was a very well-known magician, he'd been on Johnny Carson a number of times, he said, Pendulate's my friend, would you witness to him? And I said, I'd crawl over broken glass to witness to him. So he tried to arrange it, it didn't happen, so it wasn't God's will, I guess, for me to witness to Pendulate. He was in the room during this interview with Lawrence Krauss, after the interview finished, four cameras rolling, lights on, I said, Pen, would you come and sit next to me, let me talk to you. I mean, this was the opportune time, this was like a divine arrangement, I didn't, push this to happen, it just happened. He said, no, 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 no. And so uh, I thought, well, I guess God doesn't want me to witness to Pendulette. Went downstairs, getting into a, a car on the sidewalk in DC, 
when Pendulette came up to me with an, uh, an actor friend and I got to witness to him for 30 minutes. And, and during that time I said, Pen, I want to thank you for the little clip you made where you said, um, if a truck was going to hit you, the time would come where I would tackle you because I care about you. I said, I'm tackling you, Pen, because I care about you. Interesting thing happened. Ten minutes after the interview, he went to cross the road and he and his friend were almost killed by an SUV. He said on his podcast, it was so close to getting killed, the truck actually touched the pant leg of his friend with screech of brakes. Two of our guys witnessed it. Penn Gillette in his podcast, recorded uh, uh, with Ray Comfort, Washington, D.C. Uh, he spent 20 minutes talking about uh, the incident and how close they came to death. So it seems that God preserved him for a reason. And so we need to pray for people like Pendulette because he has huge influence over the atheist world and the entire secular world. Well, from that story, it's apparent to me God is trying to get his attention. And, yeah. you know, the, the prophetic message you had for him came just before the actual incident. Uh, thank God that he survived and that he's still around, and yet he is still not a believer in, in God or in Jesus Christ. We're going to take another short break. When we come back, I'm going to ask Ray Comfort about some evangelistic techniques that are useful on the street. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. You know, people ask me, Chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network, or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Fire box. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Do you ever pray and sometimes you feel like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and they don't get to God or maybe you don't get the result that you hoped for? I'm Dr. Chaps and I want to make available to you a new resource, a four-part video Bible teaching series on how to pray effective prayers. Did you know God has given us instructions in the Bible? For example, in 1 Timothy 2, there are four different Greek words for four different kinds of prayers, supplication, petition, intercession, and thanksgiving. If you don't understand the way God teaches us to pray, then we cannot expect the result for which we hope. I'm asking you to get this important Bible video teaching series on DVD for a suggested donation of only $30. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource for your family. Call us right now. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. One last segment with evangelist Ray Comfort. Ray, why are so many young people turning away from their parents' faith, which is Christianity, and turning to atheism? Is there a revival uh, happening among the atheist movement? Yeah, there is. A lot of kids are leaving church and uh, being attracted to the atheist movement 
And there's a reason for this. Number one, many of them aren't converted. They've never heard the biblical gospel. Many of our preachers, should uh, they're m motivational speakers. They're not men of God, sons of thunder in the pulpit, opening up the commandments, preaching repentance, the reality of hell and judgment day and the blood of the cross. They're just telling people how to improve their marriages and how to have a better life. And uh, it's creating false converts and false converts are easy drawn, easily drawn away from the church when temptation comes. And that's what's happening when kids, uh, the hormones, hormones hit in, and suddenly atheism is a golden door to delirious pleasures without any guilt. If there's no God, anything goes. If there's no God, fornication's okay, pornography's okay, blasphemy's okay, homosexuality's okay, adultery's okay. Anything goes, abortion, anything, if there's no God, because there's no absolute right or wrong. So men like Richard Dawkins, the high-profile atheists, high-profile high atheists are, um, they're uh, drawing people away, like Pied Pipers, playing a tune that this generation just loves to hear. And so what we've got to do is proclaim the gospel. That's the only way to stop this happening, is proclaim the gospel. And that's why we have this movie, uh, The Atheist Delusion, to show that atheism is delusional. It's crazy. An atheist believes nothing created everything, which is scientifically impossible. My house couldn't have made itself. My, a painting couldn't paint itself. Nothing, even this pen, it couldn't make itself. It had to have an intelligent designer. It's got function and it's, it's got design. And everywhere we look from the atom of the universe, there is function and design. And what we need to do is confront them. And this, is, this movie is a wonderful way to confront them because it shows atheism to be absolute foolishness as the Bible says it is. Plus, it proclaims the gospel. We don't want to convince people God exists because they already know that, according to Romans 1 verse 20. We want to convince them they're in terrible danger and they need a savior. And the way to do that is, uh, one way to do that effectively is to watch this movie and then share it with unsaved people. When you're talking to a young person, do you rely on any particular evangelistic technique? For example, uh, Bill Bright promoted the four spiritual laws. Uh, there's chick tracks or there are uh, the two question test or evangelism explosion has their own method with uh, you know, D. James Kennedy invented years ago. You have a ministry, The Way of the Master. What, what, is, what are some of the techniques you use on the street? Well, we don't use techniques. We just follow what Jesus did. You know, there's a, a thing that's been very popular over the years, what would Jesus do? It's very dangerous to say that because you don't know what he would do. You could say uh, uh, Jesus wouldn't uh, stop a woman's choice from, you know, living a life and having an abortion. It's safer to say, what did Jesus do? Then you confine it to Holy Scripture. And so when it came to evangelism, we said, what did Jesus do? Well, you see, the rich young ruler came to him and said, how can I get everlasting life? What did Jesus do? He gave him the Ten Commandments. What did he do that for? This is Mark 10, uh, verse 17. What did he do that for? Well, because the, the commandments show us what sin is. They show us we need the Savior. Even before he gave him the commandments, he he corrected the man in his understanding of good. He says, why do you call me good? And so most people think they're good people, and we say, look, the way to know if you're good or not, in God's eyes, is to look at the commandments. If you look with lust, you commit adultery in the heart. If you hate someone, you commit murder. God sees the thought life. And the scriptures say, all liars of their part in the lake of fire, no thief will inherit the kingdom of God. And so you see this this method, for want of a better word, that Jesus used. And Paul used in Romans chapter 2. You say you shall not steal, do you steal? You say you shall not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? Same thing with uh, Nathan and King David, who had committed adultery and committed murder. He had violated the commandments. 
And, he's, and Nathan said, why have you despised the commandment of the Lord? And so you use the law as a schoolmaster to bring people to Christ. You diagnose the disease before you preach the cure, because no one's going to want a cure if they first don't understand they have the disease. The disease is sin, the, diagnose, the way to diagnose it is open up those commandments, as Jesus did, the Sermon on the Mount and many other places. And then you bring in the cure of the gospel, and then it makes sense to someone who's got the disease. They say, oh, I need the cure of God's mercy in Christ. So the law, for example, the Ten Commandments prescribes all these things that we're not supposed to do. We're not supposed to lie, we're not supposed to steal, we're not supposed to covet, and yet we all do these things. I'm a sinner, I imagine you're a sinner, we all have this sin problem. What does Jesus do for us that other religions don't do? Well, the law is like a mirror. When you got up this morning, and I got up this morning, and viewers got up, one of the first things we did was go to the mirror. Why do we do that? Well, we wanted to see what damage had been done during the night. We see we've got messy hair, pale face, puffy eyes. We then go from the mirror to the water to wash. Mirror doesn't help us, it just sends us to the water. Well, God's law is like a mirror, and when we look into that perfect law of liberty, it reflects what we are in truth, that we're all as an unclean thing. And when we see that we're unclean morally in the sight of God, we then go to the water of the blood of Christ to wash. The law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. And the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So when he died on the cross, he was paying the fine for the law that you and I had violated. If you're in court and someone pays you fine, the judge can let you go and do that which is just. You can say, well, this guy's guilty, but someone's paid his fine, so he's out of here. Well, God can dismiss our case, forgive our sins, commute our death sentence, let us live forever because Jesus paid the fine. He cried out, it is finished. In other words, the debt has been paid. And that's the essence of, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whatever belie whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. Jesus defeated we, Ray, death, we have just, rose from the dead. We have just 30 seconds left. Would you lead us in prayer? Yes, certainly. Our website is atheistmovie.com just before we pray. Father, we pray for those that uh, don't know you, that are watching now. We, we, we look to you and ask you to bring conviction of sin, uh, cause them to understand the cross and all that happened 2,000 years ago, that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, and then rose from the dead. It was not possible that death could hold them. We pray that you grant them understanding and bring them from death to life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Ray Comfort, atheistmovie.com. It's coming out October 22nd. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you next time. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network, or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, on their Roku box or their Amazon Firebox. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter, or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? 
Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.